0: We don't send people out there saying go buy Russian oil. We send people out there saying go buy oil. Buying Russian gas is not funding the war. I I think I'm entitled to have my own side. I'm entitled to weigh my own interests, make my own choices. Europe has to grow out of the mindset that Europe's problems are the world's problems. But the world's problems are not Europe's problems. in terms of uh, our oil purchases, we don't send people out there saying go buy Russian oil. We send people out there saying go buy oil. Now, you buy the best oil you can in the market. Uh, So I I don't think uh, uh, I would attach a political uh, messaging uh, to that. West seems to be quite vociferous in trying to curtail funding for the war in Ukraine, whereas by purchasing this oil uh, for national interest, um, India is being asked, are you funding this war? So look, uh, I, I mean, I don't want to sound argumentative, but then tell me if buying Russian gas is not funding the war? I mean, why is it, it's only Indian money and uh, oil coming to India, which funds, but it's not gas coming to Europe, which funds? I mean, look, somewhere, I mean, let's, let's be a little even handed out here. If uh, countries in Europe and the West and the United States are so concerned, why don't they allow Iranian oil to come into the market? Why don't they allow Venezuelan oil to come into the market? I mean, they've squeezed every other source of oil we have. And then say, "Okay, guys, you must not go into the market and get the best deal for your people. I don't think that's a very fair approach. With India counting on global support for Uh, in its struggle with China, its issues with China. um, How do you think you'll be trusted by others after that? Why do you think anyone will help Delhi after you didn't help others over Ukraine? It's an interesting question which you might, I mean not you, meaning you personally, uh, but uh, people might want to ask themselves because if i were to take europe collectively which has been singularly silent on many things which were happening for example in asia you could ask why would anybody in asia trust europe on anything at all today europe is buying oil europe is buying gas uh, i just read the new lot of the new package uh, of sanctions now the package is designed in a way in which consideration has been given to the welfare of the population so you know uh, pipelines have a certain carve out uh, so and timelines have been given it's not like tomorrow morning everything's going to be cut off so I, people need to understand if you can be considerate of yourself surely you can be considerate of other people so if a europe says uh, look uh, we have to manage it in a way in which its impact on my economy is not traumatic uh, uh, that, that uh, freedom or that choice should exist for other people as well. Europe has to grow out of the mindset that Europe's problems are the world's problems. But the world's problems are not Europe's problems. That it's, If it is you, it's yours. If it is me, it's ours. There is a linkage today which is being made you know, a linkage between China and India and what's happening in Ukraine. So come on, guys. I mean, China and India happened way before anything happened in Ukraine. We have a difficult relationship with China. We're perfectly capable of managing it. It's, uh, if if uh, I get global uh, understanding and support, obviously it is of help to me. But this idea that I do a transaction that I come in in one conflict because it will help me in conflict too. That's not how the world works. Uh, So a lot of our problems in China have nothing to do with Ukraine, have nothing to do with Russia. They predate it. There there will always be two axes at this point. I think it's an an understood, accepted fact that you have the West-US-led, you have China as the next uh, potential axis. Where does India fit into this? But Are you no, planning to not... The, no, I'm sorry. That is exactly where I disagree with you. This is this is the construct you are trying to impose on me, and I don't accept it. I mean, I, I don't feel I don't think it's necessary for me to join this axis or not, and if I'm not joining this, I must be with the other one. I don't accept that. I mean, I think I, I am a, I'm one-fifth of the world's population. I am... What today the fifth or sixth largest economy in the world. Uh, I, I mean, forget the history, civilization bit, everybody knows that. But I, I think I'm entitled to have my own side, I'm entitled to weigh my own interests, make my own choices. And my choices will, uh, will not be cynical and transactional, but they will be a balance of my values and my interests. There is no country in the world which disregards its interests. The wheat was going was actually being stocked for being traded so in a way our goodwill was being used for speculation mm-hmm. so we had to do something to to stop that uh, because it was also impacting us at home, Our prices were going up so I want to be very clear what we have done we have actually said look we're not going to give speculators an open access to the Indian market so that the Indian customer and the uh, the LDCs of the world hmm. get the short end of that, yeah. and preventing a diversion uh, to high-income countries with a greater possibility to buy. Because what we saw happen with the vaccines, yeah, you know, we don't want to see happen with the wheat, which was the rich people got vaccinated and the poor were left to God and.